This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Fitz. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Jury from Jury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Lutz from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Blackman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. It's really, really not that good. Episode number 192 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We're sitting right here in the Bucketorium. We recorded at the ATA show of 2018 in Indianapolis. Man, it was a great show. We uh, we had an absolute blast. It was so did, good, so good, so good. Did a couple podcasts. So if you hear the quality of some of these, you know you're going to hear people coming in and out. We were in the Rub Lane Marketing uh, room. <laughs> they had they had all the product that they work with, and that's where some business deals are going down. Also, heads up, you got to keep in mind we had our makeshift studio, and there's mm-hmm. wires and cables all over, and people's cell phones making noise and interrupting. You know, maybe a little bit of feedback here and there, but it's pretty minute, I hope. Um, so if you hear something like that, don't message us and tell us. We know already. Um, it is what yeah. it is. It's uh, one of those things when you have somebody from a show or whatever and they're right in your face, you're, you're talking to them and you're less worried about. That sounds stupid, less worried about the recording, but um, you're trying to just hustle it out and do your job while you're there and, and show them respect and hold that conversation. Exactly. So, you know, and um, we... We did the best we could going on uh, an hour of sleep because we were so busy setting up show notes. 
<laughs> the night before. It's a, ATA is such a great time. How to do your homework. Get, get on it. But, yeah, uh, we did this episode with the Breaking Point. Those guys are awesome. It was uh, our first time ever recording with these dudes, so uh, be sure to check them out. i got to thank them for taking time out of their busy ATA schedule to record with us. Um, that was awesome, and uh, we made some great friends, and I'm sure we'll do a lot more episodes with these guys in the future. Um, one thing we got to cover quickly, and then we'll get right to the show, is our sponsors. Steve's going to take it away because I'm making him. All right, sponsors uh, for this podcast, Elite Archery. Check out that new ritual. Mm, we mm, shot that thing. Mm, oh, my mm, God. Mm, delicious. Mm, yeah. mm, delicious. Take a bite out of that. Uh, scent Crusher. <laughs> <laughs> scent off game on. You know you stink. Yeah, you know you stink. Uh, if you stink, Scent Crusher it out. Works every time. HHA Sports. Dude, they've got a new little setup that we're going to talk about a little bit. Lifetime warranty. Made in the USA. Veteran-owned, not veteran-owned, veteran-supported. Veteran-supported, correct. Just saying. Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing. Local to us, so sorry if you're not local. You're supposed Best to keep going. No, I'm I know, the hype I know, man. I know, I know. Best Meats anywhere in Illinois. I will go on and say that. Can't beat their meat. Can't beat Scott's meat. Manta Coolers. Keep that bush lights cold. You can keep your summer sausage cold nice if you're going cold. on a road trip and you want to keep it fresh from Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing. And... Rattler grips. Get a fucking grip already. Had the chance to meet handsome Rob. Oh my god, that guy. That guy's amazing, <laughs> dude. He's something else. We saw him <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, ATA. we did it, dude. No matter where we went, we saw Rain and Handsome Rob. So check out all our sponsors, guys. We're uh, we're super happy to be uh, putting out some of these podcasts. Could not do it without uh, without the help of our vets. Make sure you uh, you can still donate to Dark Horse Lodge. That's going to be the vet shout out. Check out the vet shout out page on Working Class Bowhunter. Go to the contact page, scroll down, you'll see the little tab there. And also check out Working Class Bowhunter store. And then also, I forgot to mention this on episode 191, which was the um, White Taylor apparel um, yes. page. They got the keychain there, the special TJ Unger edition that goes, the proceeds will go to help Liz and TJ um, to help him from uh, his accident. So check that out. Absolutely. Um, buy that, but. Uh just know that uh, Liz is very beautiful in person. So if I if I were TJ, I could make it through anything. A car wreck wouldn't keep me away from Liz. That's great. Hi, Liz. <laughs> All right. Throw out there. White Taylor Apparel also has a really cool I bought shirt one already. Cover. Did you really? Yep. I love that. And ones. I ordered my keychain already, too. Nah, boy. Let's just cut right in the episode from that. Let's do it. Hope you guys enjoy. All right. We're here uh, at the 2018 ATA show at uh, in Indianapolis, Indiana. It is. Uh, my name is Steve. This is the Working Class Bowhunter <laughs> Podcast. Kurt's here. Hi. Eric's here. Good morning. Brennan. And Dylan's here. Mike. Sorry, I was trying to That's check to see who all has mics. But uh, we got the, the guys from the Breaking Point uh, television show on here. Well, I shouldn't say television. television. I'm sorry. It's technically incorrect. <laughs> show. Well, they'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, I'll let these guys uh, you know, reintroduce themselves of who they are and what they do. Take we it away. We are the Breaking Point. Um, we have a digital web show. Um, that we just finished filming season five, and uh, we're pretty much everywhere now. Uh, six different platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Vimeo, Carbon TV, Waypoint TV, and hopefully adding some more to that this year so that anywhere anybody wants to find us, we're there anytime. Awesome. That's where everything's going nowadays, yep. I think, as far as like the future of hunting uh, 
It's, it's not television, but that's I still want to call it that. Hunting video media, I guess is that accurate well, to say? Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. what's, that's yeah. nice about Carbon TV, too, because you can go on there and find anything you want. Oh, yeah. From hunt shows to everything. It's like Absolutely. farming shows and stuff. It's it's a great platform. Definitely. Yeah, I know it's a future. So everyone's got to get like all their gears transitioning into that point. But uh, like maybe what's all like? tell us all about the show and kind of what if people don't know already what it is. I guess uh, or like, like what you guys, guys take the floor on that. They were... Starting well, it before I was in it. Yeah, I guess to give a little history on the breaking point, um, myself and Mike went to school together up in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Uh, we graduated in 2010, and uh, we actually met each other through kind of a competition. Um, we had we lived in the same dorm building, and uh, we had mutual friends, and it was right in the middle of turkey season in the spring. And uh, we had friends in between us that were kind of, you know, the guy down on the first floor killed more turkeys than you do, and they were, you know, <laughs> saying the same stuff down there to him Big about me. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Soon enough, it turned into a half-barrel competition on who could kill the most birds in the spring, and uh, we wiped out a lot of birds that year. And after that, Mike and I are like, we should probably hunt and film together. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> since then, we finished school and decided that we were going to get serious about it, and that's kind of how the breaking point started. Well, there you go. At least the uh, competition wasn't over uh, chicks or anything like, you know, normal. It was <laughs> killing birds. Priorities. <laughs> <Yeah>. Priorities. <laughs> so uh, that's a unique way to start something like that. I don't know if I've ever heard anything like that. <laughs> who did Who did end up killing the, the most birds that year? I'm curious. Mike, uh, you want to answer that? Yeah, Mike, who, who did? <laughs> Actually, uh, Brennan won that one that year. All right. Uh, hey, switch sides. You're on my right side. Losers don't sit on my right side. I think I've taken, taking. I think uh, every year after that, I've taken the cake, but okay. I'm calling that one All a fluke. Right. All right, hey, you know what? The first one gets night. Even Conor McGregor got beat once, so I'll, uh, I'll accept it. <laughs> he had a perm at the time, too. Uh, just, just a side note. Yeah, so. whatever. A perm, huh? <laughs> I want to get to that because uh, I'm curious how that works. <laughs> yeah. he, Next. He's got a beanie on now. He's hiding it. He's growing it back out. <laughs> he just went there, I guess. A perm mullet? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, you imagine, oh, okay, let's imagine hear it. the perm and the mustache. I don't, I don't have a story on that. Oh, all right, hey, Mike, say what's the story on this? Back, so. it says, we're not getting it. So it was a sweet perm. Oh, it was the a The Kenny yeah. Powers perm. Yeah, it was okay. hockey hair. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so currently, like, why would someone want to watch your show o- over somebody else's show? What what brings your audience to your to your show? I'd say we have several facets that make us we real appealing. Yeah, I mean, we're the kind of guys that at the end of the day like to crack a beer after their hunt and just relax. And we don't try and put on a big show when we're on camera. Yeah. I mean, when the way you see it is the way it happened. We're not right. for the glitz and glamour. We're yeah. we're doing it because mm-hmm. we enjoy to film and. You know, just show it to people. You know, trying to storyline what goes into killing deer, as all you guys know, what goes into yeah. it. Right. Yeah, plus, right. how cool would it be to see your Yarmir Yager Jr. killing uh, turkeys? I wish I knew you better so I could rip on you. <laughs> rip away. No, feel free. Rip away. <laughs> I'm just giving you guys a hard time. Just trying to break. Hey. Trying good. to break the ice. All right, it's like fifty-five degrees outside. It's been oh. broken. Right. <laughs> Steve deserves it. If you can uh, rip into him, that would be oh, please, everyone would enjoy it because he all he does is cause problems all day. Yeah. He's like, Every I'll just day. punch him and call it good. And if you're not, here, if you want to write down your insult first, so I can read it, <laughs> <laughs> just so we don't have to cry on the air. If you're not making fun of him, he doesn't like you. So. No. That's the thing right that is there. true. That is true. So, do you guys show like any like behind the scenes type of stuff that goes into the whole process, or kind of like what's the what's the the angle on it? I would say yes. I mean, we're the kind of show that 
acknowledges that there's a camera there. You know, we aren't okay. trying to hide that. You know, yeah. we're out there filming. You know, it's not staged. It's as it happened. The cameraman is there, and the viewer knows it. You know, we're, right. we're out there as a team. We're hanging out as buddies in the tree. It's not like, you know, we're trying to... I think to our, our show the last few years is, is highlighted more of that raw feel to it, just yeah. mm-hmm. our, with, with the content we put out. Um, just like you said, sitting at a deer camp drinking a beer, you know, stuff that every other hunter does. Yep. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. So I get that. What? Uh, so is it like a, a censored type show? Like what people, you know, is... I think it's refreshing, like you're saying, is you're not putting on a persona once we always talk about that like just because we hit the record button on this yeah we have a job to do but we're not changing like how we talk or really the right. way we do things yeah, is it probably the same feel is kind of what i'm catching from you guys yeah, i would and, say so yeah. i don't think any of and us tries to be who we're not you know talking about the digital route that we took and that, that was one of the reasons behind uh, us going that direction is that we wanted to produce the show the way we wanted to tell it yeah right. we don't have any network to the people that can relate it yeah, uh, right. The most, you know, there's a lot of with networks that you work with, um, things you can and can't show, and we wanted to just be us, yep. you know, for a change. Uncensored, I would say, within yep. reason. Yep. <laughs> sure. Right. So, uh, we still have a lot of raw footage that doesn't make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys do your producing in house, then? Yeah, Mike yeah. and I do all the mm-hmm. production. So work. we kind of missed a step there. Where'd you come in on this? Oh. Yeah, we're, yeah. They, they, Actually, well, we so did another. We were we were in the producing stages of our first season at the time um and i had a another friend up at college that was helping out on and off doing doing some filming with us and uh he uh kind of dropped the ball on us that he was going to be leaving for a couple weeks span and i was out of a cameraman and uh he's like well i know a guy who he bartends at a local bar i go to and well you know he, he's uh, guy there. He, he takes some good photos i'm sure he could run a camera and i'm thinking okay you know i've heard this <laughs> spiel before from everyone but i was in a pinch so i'm like what the hell i'll give it a shot and <laughs> called him up he was all about coming out filming that night uh he drove out 20 miles to meet me first time and uh yeah, basically on a- gave him <laughs> gave him two cameras put the tree arm on my uh dad's telephone pole and ran him out and showed him how to use it and i'm like all right let's go and at the time uh i was running a, a dual camera dual camera rig yep. run two cameras at one side by side and uh basically threw them right in to the yeah. to the mess i felt like a big shot you know a rig like that but, you know i'd never even seen a camera like that up close before and then next thing you know i'm trying to film stuff with it and it was nerve-wracking, but yeah. I mean, felt like I was filming National Geographic at the time. I was so pumped. <laughs> How many yeah. episodes you guys put out um, per season? Thirteen is our goal. We, uh, you know, that's a typical television show, and you know, going digital, we didn't want to slack at all. We want to hit that same number, yeah. right? Um, every sure. year. So Even though you aren't typical television, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's still, you know, we still want to hit those marks every year. And yeah. You know, then aside from the breaking point, we actually produce a mini series uh, for turkey hunting in spring. We call it Breaking Spring, yep. and we typically try to produce say three to six shows yep. of that. Yep. Same content, but just shooting mm. birds. Yep. Cool. Is it um, like all bow, bow and gun? It's a mix. I would say eighty percent bow. Talking Breaking Spring or Breaking Point? Breaking Point all, breaking, or all of it. Yeah, it's it's probably ninety percent archery. We all yeah. have a couple couple gun episodes, yeah. a couple right. muzzleloader episodes yeah. this year. Any, uh, I mean, anything else that you that you haven't hunted or things you haven't hunted or things you want to hunt on there? Like, is it oh, predator hunting? We oh. want to get big game. We want to get out west and hunt elk. And sure. yeah. Mike's been putting in for moose tag, and um, moose we want to get out mm-hmm. there. But 
right now other than Dylan, who just went full-time for us. Uh, Mike and I, we are still battling the, you know, we've only got a limited vacation from work. Yeah, sure. And if we go out west, we ain't coming back without shooting something. Oh, for sure. We just can't do that right now. Yeah, preach to everyone listening. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Working class, that's right. We're on the same boat right now trying to, you know, look into. I have an elk hunt planned. I'm scared. You know, a lot of. Where are you going? Colorado. Nice. You've never hunted elk before? (laughs) Never. I'm pumped for you, man. I'm nervous. (laughs) Going going back to like our. fat. Our, our, <laughs> going back to our limited vacation schedule, a lot of our show, you know, still to this date is produced on weekends. You know, we're not like a, a lot of the typical shows where we have set aside blocks of time where we go across the country to hunt. It's right. Or someone drive, else out of your show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we drive six to eight hours to a different state on a weekend, hunt two days, and we got to be back to work on Monday. So, yeah. 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 A lot of you guys showed a lot of that in. in yeah, a good portion of it. I mean, there's only so much behind the wheel stuff that people will endure. But sure. I mean, it's definitely known that every weekend is a pinch. We got two sits a lot of times to make something happen and mm-hmm. get back to work for these guys. So, so what are you guys' occupations? Because you're not hiding the fact that you guys are working, man. What do you uh, What do you do? I work at a paper mill back in Stevens Point. I work uh, for a pest control company down in Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah, I'm. Actually, these guys are my bosses now. I uh, <laughs> I took the leap of faith and I'm doing this full time nowadays, and it's working out great. I spend a lot of time behind the camera though, so I don't get to kill as much. But it's fun watching these guys have a time of their lives. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, cool. man, that's it's a good mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I have no regrets at all. I love being behind the camera. No, it's so obviously. I mean, you guys, you guys got both got important jobs. You know, your papers got to come. You got to get all the critters out, and you got to keep the show going. Yep. I mean, this is your guys' passion. You guys work hard. I mean that that's not an easy feat. I mean, you know, when we came to the ATA show, we drove about four and a half hours, and you know, you'd think, hey, you leave at four. You know, with time zone changes and stuff. I mean, you, you're losing a lot of time. So you're losing hunting time. Yep. You're losing road time to get back to make it work on time sleep and yep. stuff yeah. so i mean it's a it's a hustle and uh i mean do you guys uh the, the full-time working guys uh do you guys want to see yourself get to a point where you're doing this full-time as well or is this something that you're pretty comfortable with now oh no definitely want to uh make this a full-time gig for when, sure you know when the time's right definitely yeah. right it's got to be a scary jump yeah, you oh, know, for sure. Because oh, yeah. I, I, w- I would assume that, uh, you know, hunting up, because uh, I've never done it, uh, but uh, I would assume that hunting for moose in Alaska is a lot more fun than uh, trying to find termites <laughs> in someone's house <laughs> who doesn't clean their shit, you know? <laughs> I would, I'm just assuming. I'm going out of limb. I haven't really done either. But I'm just guessing. If you follow him on Snapchat, you'd you'd see his daily. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got a fun one. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so what's uh what's next? Um, as far as the breaking point, yeah. I mean, we just or any keep, projects. We want to keep expanding. You know, I mean, the more the more networks we can get on, the more the more platforms we can air on, the better. You know, like I said before, we want to be everywhere all the time. Mm-hmm. Where people can watch, you know, our stories basically, and the more of those stories we can make, the more we can tell. So, mm-hmm. I'd say sky's the limit. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. What do you got planned for? Uh, so, like, you guys got any hunts that you want to talk about that you're it's, you've got planned? Or it's is that, always a. Is, are those always <laughs> oh, something we got about the two months before? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you guys said I could drop an f bomb. So it's it's a clusterfuck every oh, yeah, time to figure out who's going where, when, and who's going to film it. Yeah. So we're just in the process of 
figuring that out right now. And I mean, are you guys it, putting in points for Western states and doing that whole shebang, or is I, you kind of I going have, through that now? I, I like I said, I was putting in for Moose in, in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. I think I'm at like ten years now on that. Uh, still going to be a few years before I would draw that tag. Uh, I know I've put in for a couple mule deer points in some places, things like that. Um, but this year was actually the first year I ever got all mule deer hunting, and I am absolutely addicted yeah, to it. it was after a blast. after now we spent uh, dealing myself five days in Nebraska chasing mule deer with uh, Heartland Pride Outfitters, and it was an absolute rush uh, trying to get close with a bow and arrow on them. Definitely, there's a lot of good public ground hunting in Nebraska too for muleys, and there my cousins seem to go down there and kill a couple every year mm-hmm. um, with a bow which i hate them but <laughs> <laughs> well we definitely want to go back yeah that's, that's over the counter too right for muleys yeah nebraska. yeah but nebraska okay and you get you get a mix of whitetails and muleys kind of in there don't you yeah yeah we yeah. saw both while we were out there we actually saw a really we've good whitetail. yeah we've seen a giant whitetail it's it's definitely a whole different experience of yeah. spotting and stalking and we we're in like the sand hills country so getting within 70 80 yards of them is very difficult i mean you're spending it's all flat out there yeah there's nothing to hide behind so for a whitetail guys going to mule deer do you feel like you're just messing everything up when you're out walking around and shit you know what i mean like when you're in a state it's definitely weird you know just walking across big open spaces like man anything could see us right now. stuff you normally don't do in like a midwestern setting or a whitetail setting yep Mm -hmm. man going in on those stocks though is something i mean it's a lot more time consuming and planned out than a whitetail hunt where you just go sit in a spot i mean from sun up, your glass and every, I mean everything is just a, a, a longer process. Glassing, spotting the deer you want to go after, where they lay down, how to get to them, and then you still got to figure out how to get in the bull range. And yeah. by the time you get there, they're not where they originally were. Exactly. <laughs> and you got to replant it all again. I mean, it's you spend half your day just chasing one animal. Yep. I uh, my buddy from South Dakota is like. I don't know how you sit in a tree stand because that's what he does, you know, spot and stock. He's like, I'd be so bored. He's sending me trail cam pictures of big deer he's got. And I'm like, man, I'd hang a stand in there. Oh, I can't. It's so hard for me to just sit. He grew up doing a different style of hunting, you yeah. know, yep, where exactly. I get it. It's the same thing. I'd feel so out of my element going yep. on a spot and stock, and I'd probably mess a thousand of them up because I don't know what mm. the hell I'm doing. It's yep. rare, like in Illinois timber, you see a whitetail and you're going to sneak up on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It almost never happens. We no. actually had a guy in our crew shoot a whitetail from the ground this year in Wisconsin. Really? He just had the right conditions. Ohio. Good windy day. Oh, yeah, and in Ohio. Joey shot that one in Ohio. They were actually scouting first day of public land hunting in Ohio and in the rut and kicked up a doe and there was a buck bedded with her and buck gets up, stops, just checking her stuff around. He was lucky enough at the time they decided to bring the bull with Yep. Just while they were checking well, to find a stand to hunt. Camo, was he? No, he was just <laughs> wearing street clothes. Yeah. <laughs> right place at the right time. Yeah. Right yeah. There. I got to do it. It's like one of those things, like for guys in the Midwest, like go yep. on doing some sort of like Western hunt, we always say it's like it just seems so far out of reach. But yeah. like you guys, you just go out and do it. Yeah. I think that's a lot of people need to do is to take those first jumps. Oh, yeah. And that gives you the courage, like, yeah. oh, I can do this every year if I want. Exactly. You know? yeah, you're going yeah. to sacrifice, yeah. you know, things that. It's like, hey, I, I I was planning on getting this done around the house this weekend, or you know, I know I was supposed to take my old lady out on this fancy date, but uh, I want to kill a mule deer here. So you know, you just gotta, you just gotta do it sometimes. You've you never know? done any of those things. No, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, no. I'm just I'm like, ah, I'll just watch Netflix instead. I don't, I don't feel like chasing my dreams or trying to make my situation in my life better. So, it definitely Netflix. takes a willingness to be busy, and it definitely takes understanding women. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, 
Well, yeah. since we're at ATA show 2018, what is so far your favorite thing you've seen? And what's something you are looking forward to doing while you're here? Um, I'm definitely looking forward to drinking beer with you guys later on. <laughs> um, <laughs> that can happen. But as far as cool things that we've seen so far, we really haven't had our hands on any yet. But I don't know yeah, what you guys been, yeah. been in meetings quite a bit most of the day. We haven't had really a ton of time to walk around yet. Yeah. Um, trying to think of some that products. blind looks awesome have yeah, you seen the, that blind that that i think it's a primo's blind oh, that the new one came i saw out it online but yeah. i haven't i forgot all about it it's like a one-way i don't know shield where mm-hmm. it, you can see out but nothing can see in well, okay we're going to look at that after yeah. this episode oh, yeah definitely i saw it online i'm like oh i have to i have to go look at that and then forgot all about it you guys seen you said the, the garmin site yet yeah, yeah we have I haven't checked I it haven't, out yet. I haven't seen it in person. A little skeptical seen... of it or what? <laughs> well, it's well, like, where do you draw the line? Right. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, I mean, bow hunting's challenging for a reason. Yeah. And it's, to me, it's it's enabling us to be lazy. I can and see that. it's, to me, that's the line right there. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's yeah. interesting. It's a good yeah. topic for discussion. Definitely, I think yeah. uh, it takes the art away from bow hunting a little it bit. It does. Yep. First, first, like glance at it and thought on it is I don't like it at all. Yeah, but I haven't handled it yet and or know what really what it's about. So when I learn more, we'll probably talk about it on the podcast. But first glance, I'm not I'm not a fan. Right, right. Um, I'm a big Pope and Young guy and oh nice whatever. And it's you got to draw the line with technology and your hunting equipment sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah. it's like what's the point of bow hunting? Yeah. Right, right. right. You know, maybe it's I'm wrong. No, Do you guys agree with that? Do you think? No, you, I would agree. Uh, yeah, I'm agree. on board yeah. with that. Everybody's got their line. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like lighted knocks. Everyone's like, well, there's a battery attached. Eh, that's different. Yeah. It's not helping yeah. you. Now, the Bluetooth trackable one, that's a little different, too. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's tough. You know, that's or the it, tracker on the end of the arrow yeah. that sticks yeah. in the deer. It, it's like, it gets weird on. in there, you know? It's like, where? Yeah, I was definitely showing him that one on the ride down here. Yep. And how much does that weigh? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. I don't know. I haven't seen them. I don't know how big they are, but then you don't learn anything from tracking. You know, I mean, it's all out the window. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's all I want to. I I shot a deer and I want to find it right now. Yeah, everybody needs it right now. Well, you got blood trailing is one of the most fun things about bow hunting. You know, that arrow is going to only get you so far too in the the blood trailing process. Yep, Mm -hmm. that's true. That's true. You can't rely on technology for everything because when shit hits the fan. You got to be able to shoot that bow with or without a sight that tells mm-hmm. you how far something is and right. angle and all the shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's well, just my with that thoughts. Side too, like the sight is like okay, if you miss, you can only blame yourself, right? Well, the sight was it wasn't calibrated from right. the factory. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I just think <laughs> of some of the shit that's going to come out of, of excuses. <laughs> yeah, it's right. going to be ridiculous. Right. Well. Thanks for coming to do this quick little podcast. Thanks yeah, for having thanks us. For having yeah, us. Yeah, we're going to have a long time in the making. I know, I know it. Yeah, we'll build off this one, ago. off these little mini yeah. ATA episodes, and do a full-length, no-bullshit episode and let you guys... Uh, that sounds great. This is a good getting comfortable with podcasting. We just popped your podcast cherry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Didn't hurt at all. <laughs> <laughs> Wish we would have put a towel down. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's it. Our cue. So thanks, guys. We really appreciate it. Thanks and good luck us. to you this upcoming season, I guess. Goddamn, season's closing, so... <laughs> it's sad. It's Eight sad. Months, yeah. <laughs> All right. We love you. Everyone, go shoot your bow. Later. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery. Waypoint TV.